Consequence Podcast Network. Borahe, iconic army. Borahe. All right. So this past week, we got the announcement that Yoongi will be going on tour oh my with a U.S. leg. So we're for sure going to talk all about it here on today's episode. But just to kind of share, like, as we're recording, it's Monday. But when this comes out, you guys will already know if you have tickets or we'll know if we have tickets. Like, we don't even know if we have the pre-sale code yet. Right. Like, we applied for it, obviously, but it's still very up in the air. So we are preparing our ticket masters. <laughs> We're doing everything we can to get ready for these, these ticket sales. Oh, yeah. We are highly anticipating. Hopefully, you know, tomorrow we'll get our pre-sale codes. We're both expecting one and, you know... Then on Wednesday afternoon, we are hoping to purchase tickets for the May 6th mm-hmm. concert. And uh, we are just fingers crossed that we can we can make it happen. Yeah. Because I'd love to see him. You know, Me too. We, we will. We'll make it happen. We'll make it yeah. happen. We're going to make it happen. We are highly anticipating and uh, really, really excited. So good luck to those of you that are hoping to get tickets or congrats. Mm-hmm. If you did already get tickets, right. um, we cannot wait to share this concert experience with you all. Yes. Yeah. Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawke, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Today, we're going to hang out for about an hour for this spot episode to go ahead and talk about Suga's tour that's happening. We're going to talk about Jimin's face because we're getting a full album from Park Jimin. Yes! His first solo album. Oh, my gosh. And then we're also going to touch on J-Hope's Jack in the Box documentary along with his enlistment announcement and also that we're getting a single from him on the streets. Oh my gosh, cannot wait. But before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for all of your support. 
If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our episode documents, our monthly virtual iconic hangouts, and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. This month, we're doing an iconic hangout on March 13th, and we plan on playing BTS Jeopardy again. Mm -hmm. I believe that we are going to do it over the Wings era. Yes, so all of the Jeopardy will be about the Wings era, so study up. Yeah. (laughs) And come join the Iconic Hangout. It is going to be a blast. Yes. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support truly helps us to improve the quality of this content, and we want to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, so any type of support you have to offer is super appreciated. Yeah. Thank you, guys. So this month is Women's History Month, the month of March. And also March 8th is International Women's History Day. That day um, actually commemorates uh, a tragedy that happened in New York where over 100 women died in a textile factory fire. And it was because of un, you know inhumane working conditions mm-hmm. that they were subjected to. So ever since then, um, there's always been this push to not only make sure that women have um, better rights and better care in the workplace, but also, of course, outside of the workplace. Um, This month, we really want to support a company instead of a specific charity because we found it and we think it's really cool. So this is called Trades of Hope and it is a great company that connects consumers directly with women artisans all over the world. Um, Just because of the history of International Women's Day, we thought what better to support or what a better way to support women this month than support women who are, you know, working for their own livelihood and creating beautiful works of art to do so. So Trades of Hope sells fair trade jewelry and ethical fashion from women artisans and 100% of the proceeds go directly to the artisans. Um, Each woman that are partnering with them also receives social and community support. And this is through the causes that Trades of Hope supports. So when you go to the website, for example, you can purchase items that specifically support, for example, ending child marriage or helping women escape abusive and unsafe environments. There's also ones for helping keeping um, helping mothers keep their babies out of orphanages and just so, so many more um, women and girl-centric causes that you can specifically say, wow, I really, this is a cause that's near and dear to my heart. Let me see what I can you know, do to support that while also supporting the artisans who are making that. Um, So it's a really great program that they have going on there. And I just think that it's a great company and a wonderful way to support women this month. Yeah, I think it's it's a fantastic website. I love how it's kind of broken up. Kayla, you were showing it to me where you can buy or purchase by country or um, just by the fashion in general or you know so whatever you're looking for you can find there and it's easily accessible on this website so it's a really really great website it's I think Trades of Hope it's fantastic to support these women and what they create yeah Um, what's really cool is on the website you can go and click on their impact page and you can actually see all of the women and get to know who they are supporting and who you're purchasing um, these um, fashion items or jewelry items from Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really cool so you can go to tradesofhope.com click on the impact page or of course click on the causes page or the countries pages to kind of shop around and see 
if you'd like to purchase anything. Um, and uh, yeah, of course, support Women This Month. Yeah, Women's History Month. Yeah, Women's yeah. History Month. Yeah. yeah, great. Okay, thanks, Iconics. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and kick this off with Suga's solo tour. Yeah, and actually it's it's Suga Augusti solo tour. So we can kind of speculate that there's going to be a blend of Augusti and Suga music for this. Let's hope. So the tour was announced really randomly, unexpectedly, on uh, February 14th, which was actually Valentine's Day. And Yoongi was live on Weavers when the tour was announced. So I just... I can't stand I this him. man. I can't stand him. <laughs> you know, he like came on Weavers Live knowing that this was going to be announced and right. was so excited to just kind of see ARMY's reaction live and be with ARMY live while it happened. Yeah. Um, really, honestly, wonderful, fantastic Amazing idea that he did that. But yeah. also, I hate him. <laughs> uh, so in like the end of April through like the middle of May, he's going to be in the U.S. and Belmont Park, Newark, Rosemont, Los Angeles, and Oakland. And then he's going to do his Asian leg where he's going to be in Jakarta, Bangkok, and Singapore. Then he's going to do Seoul. But the Japan dates haven't been released yet. Mm -hmm. It says to be updated. So pretty exciting. We're planning on going to Rosemont. We're trying for May 6th. 6th? Yeah, Yeah. May 6th. Yeah, Saturday. Um, for sure, super excited to try to get tickets for that showing. And I was just really excited to see that he was going on tour at all. Like when I couldn't we believe saw it. it, I could not believe it. I was like, is this real? No way this is real. No. Yeah. But it was. I sent you the schedule. I was like, I was in the bathroom at work and I was like <laughs> screenshotting all of it, like frantically texting you. Oh yeah. my gosh. Augusta detour. Yeah. I have no idea which class period of the day we were in at that point, yeah. but I just remember like texting you like, Oh my God, no way. It was morning. It had to yeah. been between like, I think it's nine. like third hour or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, could not believe it. And if, I just love that he just posts it to Instagram, like no caption, just here it is. Yeah. Yeah. The dates. Mm. And actually, the announcement, or the, like the schedule where you can see all the different cities, it's kind of hard to read. Yeah. It's a little cryptic. <laughs> Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. It is difficult to Sugar, read. It also it gives me very much like Burn It vibes, you know, with mm-hmm. how this looks, the aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited for like the fact that it is a Sugar Augusty tour i'm ready for the you know august demix i'm ready for give it to me i'm ready for him to come out and start the concert give it to me me. i need give it to me and deshwata you know he's going to be performing deshwata but give it to me i really particularly am looking forward to that because we've never had a live performance of it no Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop. Can okay, you believe? Okay, okay. You know he's going to. He has to. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm really pumped. I'm really pumped too. Yeah. I really would love to hear 28 from him from his D2 album because that weekend that we're trying to see him is the weekend right before my 28th birthday. So I just think that it would like, it would be so fitting. super meaningful oh, just yeah. to have that from him. So I hope that that one's in the set list too. What a gift. That'd be the perfect birthday gift. Seriously. Yeah. Like I just listened to 28 on my birthday. Can yeah. you imagine seeing him live for, for your 28? No, like I can't. 
Yeah. Yeah. I really want to see Shadow. I hope he performs Shadow mm-hmm. for sure. I feel like that's pretty plausible that that could happen. Yeah. Because he hasn't been able to perform it in front of a live audience. We got it for the Map of the Soul on concert, but that was during 2020. Right. So unfortunately, didn't get to see it live. Yeah. I think that he'll definitely put Shadow in this set list. Mm-hmm. Like, that is such an iconic song of his, I feel. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that the... That switch in me for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, like, the end of Shadow, oh. when he gets all crazy and mm-hmm. chaotic with it, that is so fucking good. I need that live. Yeah. I need to see him go crazy, but, like, berserk on stage during it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of hoping or thinking that maybe just kind of, kind of how J-Hope did um, Dynamite, the tropical remix, in his Hobie Palooza set list I wonder how he's gonna work in um you know like maybe some of his rap verses from previous BTS songs like maybe he'll right. do a medley of that some of his verses that would be so cool if he did a medley of his yeah. verses I don't know how likely that is but like I think that's a really neat idea for right. him to be able to bring BTS's music into the concert. I'm thinking like, what if he takes his cypher part one verse and then his cypher part two verse, you know, like oh, who's to say, you yeah. know, or what if we get an outro tier verse that goes into an UG? like yeah. just, I feel like with Yoongi's mind, like the, the opportunities, the options are limitless, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm also kind of hoping for a little bit of choreo. Like, yes. I don't know. Like, we got a little bit of choreo with Seesaw. Mm-hmm. Potentially some choreo for, like, a D2 song. Like, I don't know. Maybe he performs People, and there's a little bit of choreo to People. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Oh, I also really hope that he performs Strange, but that's one of those songs I'm a little unsure that he will do it because RM features on it. Right. Yeah. And I do not expect ARM to be like a, I don't know, unplanned Make an appearance. appearance. Right. Yeah. I know. I mean, I thought about maybe if he like pre-recorded and showed RM like on the screen or something, mm-hmm. like that could be an option for sure. Um, I would love to hear Strange though, like mm-hmm. such a good song. Um, yeah, choreo though. I just think about, I just think about Make It Right at New Year's Eve and Yoongi's hip rolls. Like, Mm -hmm. I want that. Shoot. Like, what is he going to do? I know. Uh, Choreo for people would be so great. Um, I would love to hear Moonlight. Like, that would be a fantastic song. I think he he could probably do Moonlight. Yeah. 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 Um, Man, I think... I just, I don't know what he is going to start and end with or, you Uh know, anything he puts in between, but. And also we can't ignore that there might be a potential of him coming out with another album before. Exactly. So there might be a D3 or whatever. Exactly. (laughs) Why would he go on tour? I don't know. Why would he go on tour and not release another album prior to this tour? I mean, he has the music to do a tour without releasing another album, but the only thing I can't wrap my head around is like Jemin's just now about to release his album and we're getting a single from J-Hope. It just seems like a lot of music all at once if we also then get an Augusti album. Yeah, but I just, I mean, there's been times in the past where Or it would be Sugar, right? I guess I don't know. Right. I mean, it would Would be be a a Sugar album. I mean, it's a Sugar slash Augusti tour, but I, I know that like, 
there's definitely been times in the past where BTS have announced a tour before the album is out. Oh, yeah. Right? Before we have even a promo schedule or anything, we're just speculating, okay, they're going to come out with something before. We even bought tickets to Speak Yourself before they came out with Love Yourself Answer. Like, we bought tickets for that thinking it would be the same exact concert. Yeah, we did. And we just, I mean, we did it anyways, right? Yeah. And so I feel like he he's, we know he's going to release another album before enlisting. Why yeah. would he tour? Why would he tour before releasing that album? Like this tour is the opportunity to to perform, perform that, that music. album. Yeah. yeah. I know. So like even then, like everything we're talking about, it could We're be, happy no matter what. Right. We're happy no matter what. <laughs> all of these songs he could maybe not perform because he's performing all of D3 mm-hmm. or whatever, but mm-hmm. I feel like he'll definitely record uh, perform songs from his past too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So excited for it. Mhm. I hope we got tickets on Wednesday by the time that this comes out. Right. We'll update you guys on socials. Yes, yeah. definitely check our socials to see when you're listening to this episode whether or not we got tickets um, and what dates we're going or what day we're going to. We won't be going to multiple dates, right. although that'd be amazing oh, if we could. We could, but okay. Yes, we will. Yes. Let's talk about Jimin's face. Mm-hmm. And meaning not his beautiful, perfect, immaculate. Though we could face. talk for an hour about his face, definitely. But let's <laughs> talk about Face, his upcoming solo album. So there were discussions online about Jimin's solo album possibly being released in March and then on February twenty first. But Big Hit recently put out an official statement and trailer for the release of Jimin's face. So this is a statement. Hello, this is Big Hit Music. BTS member Jimin will be releasing his first solo album, Face. Face is all about Jimin facing himself head on as he gets ready for his next step as a solo artist. Jimin will see the fans through various activities, including the face release. So we ask for your continued interest and support for Jimin's first solo activity. So the pre-order date starts on... 11 a.m. on February 22nd, and then the release date is at 1 p.m. on Friday, March 24th. So just about, you know, a month from now, under a month at this Mm -hmm. point, um, we're starting with promos very, very soon here. Um, There will be a couple different album versions. There's the Invisible Face and the Undefinable Face. Um, There's also Weverse exclusive versions of those albums. Um, So if you're interested in the the Weverse exclusive, I know that it comes with a special Weverse exclusive photo card. Um, If you pre-ordered on the Weverse global shop specifically you can enter to win a one minute video call with Jimin of which there will be 70 winners total so that's pretty cool that is pretty cool so it's like a raffle that you get put into right one minute I don't know what I would even say I told you Kayla I'm like I bought it from the US shop because I'm such a pussy I was like I can't like I don't know if I could talk to Park Jimin for a minute like I don't know what I would say I would just like blubber incoherently and like he wouldn't understand a word that I said because I would not even be saying words you know so it would be a wasted minute but at least I would see him yeah yeah that's true that'd be very cool I'm excited to see like who wins once they win like hopefully they do like screen recordings and like you know we get to see them yeah. on twitter or something of what those moments are like right That'd be awesome. i'd be curious to see how that ends up turning out like if they could do that where they could record i've right. seen other people from like other fandoms do video calls with their idols right. and like, they have recordings of it it's so. like the new fan sign yeah yeah, yeah. very cool 
So when the announcement was dropped for his album, there was also like a teaser that was put out and you could see this like water droplet coming down and you could see the ripples in the water from this water droplet. And then it kind of transitions into what appears to be like the cover of Face. Right. And so Face, I just, I love the name face just in general for an album but you can see like those ripples it also reminds me a little bit of those targets or those shields that we could see with proof Mm -hmm. reminds me a little bit of that it makes me think of like the ripples and singularity too like the pool of Young staring into his reflection reflection in the water Mm -hmm. yeah Ooh, kayla yes Yes. um but also within those circles it's going through the word face Mm -hmm. too and you can see that it's like smeared which makes it almost looks like one of those um like when you do like st- it's not a stamp but like really fancy like envelopes like embossing yes yep. yes Kinda it totally looks that. like that yeah I don't know it's it's neat it's yeah. very neat I yeah. love the styling of it I love it too and I think it totally like gives us so many clues about the the vibe and mm-hmm. the aesthetics of what we're gonna get in this album um like that Ripley effect it's kind of like mysterious and I think the themes where we can already speculate of being like facing your reflection and mm-hmm. facing yourself mm-hmm. which we see like the little bit that we've heard so far it seems like Jimin is really getting into like that raw side that he has not been able to show before mm-hmm. which I love because I know that J-Hope was really working to do that with Jack in the box too to show that raw kind of darker edgier side that we hadn't seen before and for this to be Jimin's opportunity to do that I love that for him I love to I see yeah I can't wait to hear what he has to say yeah me too so there was also a release for the face promotion so we got a promotion schedule and for this we're gonna we already have the track list so we'll talk about that here but there's going to be like a Christmas love and promise official release which is great to see some of his other works that's going to be officially put out like yeah an official I love that release we can have those and mm-hmm. you know like yeah let's stream them let's chart them yeah then we're going to get some concept photos we're going to get a mood photo and then we have two different concepts we have this hardware version and then we have a software version super interesting we're gonna get like a poster we'll get a a music video teaser we'll get a pre-release with like this like shorts version the official music video and then of course at the very end we're gonna be getting the official music video along with the album right and that's gonna be on the 24th of march not to jump ahead to the set list but the pre-release track is Set Me Free Part 2. So that's what we're getting. After the concept photos, we're getting a pre-release. We're getting a Set Me Free Part 2 poster. We're getting a Set Me Free Part 2 official music video. A Set Me Free Part 2 music video shorts version Mm. um and i that shorts version might not be like i mean it might be like a youtube shorts version like Mm -hmm. the video broken up into multiple parts so like you could put it on tiktok or yeah whatever but like set me free part two not to sorry to jump ahead no i hadn't I just, even realized i until had just not even now. realized until just now that that's what that okay the so there's gonna was. be two music videos there's gonna be right. a pre-release track official music video right. which is going to be set me free part right. two and then we'll we'll end up getting an official music video teaser and the official music video for the main track right. which is going to be um 
like crazy. crazy. Yeah. And what's interesting about like crazy, I kind of really, really love what he's did here before we even heard it, but he has like crazy and then he has a like crazy English version. Mm -hmm. So we'll be able to chart and stream both. Like we are going to like get Jim into like fucking number one on billboard with his like crazy English version. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? That's going to be all over the radio. I forgot where I saw it, but it's like a synth pop type of track is what I was gathering. Perfection. Um, And that it's supposed to be like very contrast to like his very angelic voice, obviously. Yeah. So to me, that just sounds like an ultra hit. Right. And it's in English. Of course, it's going to be top chart on Billboard. Like number one, like weeks on end. That's what I feel like. I I feel that it's so intentional that there's an English version for it. Right. Um, So let's talk a little bit about this track list here. Six songs, which is a, that's a album, man. Like I, I was really shocked to kind of see six songs on Mm -hmm. it. So we have Face Off, Interlude Dive, Like Crazy, which is the main track, Alone, Set Me Free Part Two, and then of course the Like Crazy English version. Yeah. And lots, lots of P-Dog production on this album. P-Dog on every song. Every song. Um, There's also some Ghost Loop. There is... I guess, yeah, no, Ghost Loop's on every song, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, RM pops up there a couple times. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Jimin is on all the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody named Evan. We're, we're going to have to know who Evan is now. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, we'll dive into Evan for our album review. For sure, for sure. A couple other people on there, but love to see P-Dog and Ghost Loop um, so prevalent here. And also love to see how small the team is on this album. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever no real there's... lengthy lists. When those lengthy lists are lengthy, it's not yeah. as good. Um, also, what I love about this track list is at the top of it, they put... Um, like little, I don't know what to call them, but I think it's kind of like mood setters for the albums at the very top of this image Uh um, where it says circle of resonance, reflection of vulnerable minds and unexposed wounds. Um, So that made me think of the album cover too, where it's kind of like circles around the face. Yeah. Um, reflection of vulnerable minds and unexposed wounds makes me think of like all of the things that Jimin has not shared with us or been able Mm -hmm. to share with us those wounds that he has that we have no clue of yet Um, and then it says face the reflection of myself in an unfamiliar appearance face of facing the deepest part of inner self so I just feel like that is just Jimin purely telling us exactly what he's gonna do here Mm. with these these six songs yeah start Starting off with face off. I just love the idea of this, the the title face off. Like he's very like much exposing himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interlude dive. Like it's like face off is, is him getting into it, declaring it. And then this interlude dive of like really diving deep into mm-hmm. himself and really mm-hmm. facing and addressing these, these deeper wounds, these vulnerable thoughts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but we know that like crazy is going to be like this synth pop, like amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the title of alone, like, I mean, it makes me think of RM's Lonely and how we thought that song was going to be, like, so sad and whatever, and then it actually is, like, this fun bop right. that we're hitting yeah. repeat on. I'm fucking lonely. <laughs> right. So is this going to be that kind of thing, too? Yeah. Or is it really going to be more somber? Um, and then, man, I was shocked to see Set Me Free Part 2 because that's you You all know it's one of my absolute favorites from D2. Yeah. That song really touched me in such a deep way. Mm-hmm. And to think, I just have this 
headcanon about Jimin and Yoongi sitting down and discussing the themes of Set Me Free and how Yoongi like is like, yes, you should use this title for your song because it fits it perfectly. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, even if they're not going to sonically sound similar, just like Airplane Part 1 and Part 2 are not the same, I'm really excited for what he's cooked up here. Yeah, there must have been a discussion between the two of them for yeah. him to have a Set Me Free Part 2. Oh, yeah. I was a bit shocked to not see... Yoongi listed on here for production or lyrics at all Mm -hmm. but surely these two have talked and yeah yeah, I mean we kind of talked about how Airplane was originally J-Hope's song and then there was an Airplane part two that became a BTS song this seems this is like um, a little parallel here with BTS where they maybe I I get the idea that Jimin must have like really resonated with Set Me Free and wanted that to be like it really it spoke to him and that he could really want that for himself in terms of like diving into himself. I see this as like an outro. Yeah. Set Me Free Part 2 seems like the outro of the album just because the last like track is, is the English mm-hmm. version of Like Crazy. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so much to anticipate with that song. Uh-huh. Uh, and just, I mean, with this whole album, with this whole track list, even earlier we were just talking about just purely the vocals that we'll get to hear from Jimin and the range that we'll hear from him in this album. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, we Amazing. were talking so much about his vocals, mm-hmm. just fully getting to be on display for an entire, an entire album. I also was just thinking a lot about the bridge of disease and how Jimin had written that part of the song and yeah. how iconic that bridge is and how stunning Jimin's vocals are. Also hearing how stunning his vocals are in vibe. Mm-hmm. I, I just the lower register mm-hmm. and then the high notes. I mean, I, I think he's he's he can do so much mm-hmm. and I think he's gonna show it all off. Oh totally. This is the time to do it, you know. Yeah. Um, also really, uh, in the, in big hits announcement, they had said, look forward to the other things that he's going to be doing. There's been talk about him doing like, um, music shows or something. So like he might have stages for this. Some comeback stages. Um, yeah, yeah. Some comeback stages. If he he's doesn't have performances He's been pretty active planned. in terms of being on like TikTok and mm-hmm. doing some dances. He's also, um, what did he do recently? Oh, we've seen like a little bit of a behind face. Mm-hmm. So we believe that there might be like a documentary that's coming for it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would love to see that because, I mean, we're just about to get into it, but we just bought J-Hope's documentary for yes. um, J-Hope in the Box, the documentary uh-huh. on Disney+. Plus. Um, but really excited to see anything else that comes out with with Jimin and with Face. And mm-hmm. uh, we will definitely be talking to yes. your Iconics about it as so it So stay as it tuned. Out. We will be doing a full album review. Surely we'll talk about the music video and of all course. that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get into J-Hope in the Box, the documentary. Yeah. So it was released on Disney Plus on February 17th in congruence with Hobie's birthday. What a wonderful way to celebrate his birthday month. Um, We had not seen it when we had our Iconic Hangout, but the Iconics were just gushing over it at the Iconic Hangout. So we're like, we absolutely have to watch this together. Um, We just hadn't gotten around to it. So we finally watched it together. And it was so much fun. It felt like we were reliving Hobie Palooza in a way. It was like... 
we we love so many things about the documentary that we got details from that we did not expect. Like, I I don't know if I just hadn't seen the right trailers for this documentary, but I thought that that it was just going to be him purely preparing for Hobie Palooza. I was not expecting to get so much behind the scenes from like the creation of the Jack in the Box album itself. And I, I gotta say for me, like seeing J-Hope work so hard on the production of that album, like grinding day and night in his studio, looking grubby, like he coffee, was grubby, so grubby. And mm-hmm. like the coffee cups just piling up all around him. It was just very neat to see his musical process, especially knowing now, like how phenomenally well the album turned out, how much we fucking love this music to see how hard he was working, like the literal blood, sweat and tears he put into mm-hmm the creation in the studio I love to see that background info me too Um, so great you can tell that he was sitting in his studio for hours on end Mm -hmm. so immersed in his work Uh, I mean I feel like that's how you end up getting into that really grubby state where you're wearing sweats like I mean you're just grinding you can see him just grinding and being perfection you know being a perfectionist with it Mm -hmm. and getting tedious about the little tiny details yes Uh, I mean even just like the little ad libs that he was putting in there Mm -hmm. Uh, even looked at times that he was maybe sleeping spending nights on his couch or at least napping on it and Mm -hmm. we even saw him like canceling plans with people like calling them being like now I gotta stay in the studio you know the grind like I really respect that grind amazing it makes me so proud to love and support the music so much to see how hard it was worked on Mm-hmm. Um, also, just as he starts to prepare for Lollapalooza, the conversations that he's having with people to prepare the set list, I love to see um, how much he pondered which songs to include, almost the anguish over, right. you know, having to exclude songs or where to put songs in a set list and how much, you know, if I put this song here, what is that going to mean? How is that going to come across? What is that going to be perceived as? What am I portraying here? Yeah, I mean, like I want to do songs I want to perform, but right. I also want to perform songs everyone will enjoy. Right. Like, I mean, he thought heavily about it. Yeah. I mean, and I of almost course he felt did. like I'm so speculating. This is just like opinion, no fact, no factual information here. But just like seeing him sitting in the room with all of those people going over what's on the set list, like I almost got the vibe from the other people that they were kind of like, um, this has been like, it seemed like it had been going on for a while. And J Hope is just like in anguish over it. Like, what do I do? Which one do I go with? And they're all kind of like, we're here because you get to make the call, right. but we're here to support you. But they kind of looked exhausted and like all right well let's let's maybe we're overthinking it here but I think he genuinely in that moment you could see he he wanted their I mean he's sharing that passion he wanted their feedback he wanted their input what do you think about this because you know I've got to come to a decision here Mm -hmm. um but for sure that was a that was a long meeting yeah and they were offering some good advice to him too I think so too you could tell um he just pays so closely to the details he cares so so much Mm -hmm. and I think that's how he becomes a perfectionist is just the level of care and passion he has for what he creates like he wants it to be the best it can be yeah for sure yeah so it was really neat to see him get away from this creation process too because you could see just how hard he was working how diligent he was being and so in order to get away from that creation process we got to see him go and visit his parents and um, the Iconics really had talked about just like 
how wonderful it was for him to be able to share that with us. Like, you know, they, they do keep their personal lives very private, but he took us there because he wanted us to see kind of like that safe place for him, Mm -hmm. uh, where he gets to be Jung Ho Sok and get away from being J-Hope of BTS. So it was just really sweet to see his parents' house and inside it really looks like it's a shrine to their kids because there's so much like Hosok and like his sister's photos and it's every surface every surface and they're just so proud you can see the pride and it was just wonderful to be able to kind of hear him talk with his mom and him eating he was talking about how like he eats the most when he's there at home Mm -hmm. and his mom had made a comment of if anyone in bts needs to visit to gain some weight like they're welcome to eat a little bit more they can come to j-hope's mom's house we also got a little shot of mickey which is so funny because you there's this this tiny little glimpse of his mom holding something in her arms. And like, if you're not really paying attention, it almost looks like a baby, but it's Mickey. <laughs> She's carrying Mickey like a baby in her arms. It's so cute, but so cute. he's become this little geriatric dog. He's got like little cataracts, like yeah. a little grumpy little man, but he's so cute. He's oh. so, so cute. And it's just nice to see J-Hope being with Mickey again. Really um, nice to just see him at home with his parents. It felt like, they were such a comfort to him. I mean, he, Mm -hmm. you could tell in the documentary the way that they cut it, you know, they cut this moment in between all of the busyness of the preparation of not only the album, but also Lollapalooza. And to see him have this, you know, this place where he can really get away and where, like you said, he can be Jung Ho Sok. He's Mm -hmm. not J-Hope there. And uh, he really, like, it was talking to his parents and, you know, they may not live the life he lives, but they still are able to give him advice and give him comfort and feel or make him feel like, yeah, I can go back and I can take care of this and get this done. Um, And that really felt like such a recharging time for him. That's absolutely what it was. It was a time for him to recharge, a time for him to ground himself and yeah, yeah, re-energize yeah. and step away from from the hustle for a yeah. while. I also loved you talked about their house being a shrine to them. The massive rock in their backyard. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that carved into it was the letters that said "Hope World." Uh-huh. Amazing! Yeah. Like that will be there for millennia uh-huh. and for all of time. People will come across. Like even when the house is gone, the rock will still be there, and it'll say "Hope World." Mm-hmm. People will be like, "What was Hope World?" And then they'll have to go discover it. I think it's so wonderful that they live in the same hometown yeah they haven't moved they're still in his hometown where he was born I know and J-Hope commented on that too yeah yeah he said it felt strange to be there Mm -hmm. um, because he's lived in Seoul for so long and he does make the comment at the end that he has to go back to being J-Hope and his mom also makes the comment that he doesn't stay long enough (laughs) (laughs) which I feel like is every mom yeah of course yeah um it is a like that moment where he says time to be j-hope again you know it was a really peaceful time to see him there though Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i like to see him wander the streets at night too Uh in that was really he was getting nostalgic i know i just love that he was able to have that moment like nobody would know who he is just walking through the streets there Mm -hmm. and he just like gets to re-explore his hometown yeah 
Yeah, yeah. That was a great moment. So after that, you know, we get this shot of him where he's putting together the launch party for Jack in the Box. And it really seemed like the planning of like a wedding reception is what I gathered. He was so particular with all of the little details, which I just love. You know, he was going through the different appetizers and food that would be served, going over table placements, how he was going to enter how the night was going to progress, it just seemed very wedding reception-y, and I I just loved that for him. I know that if I were to release an album or something, I would totally want to do something like this. Uh, It's just a strong moment of his pride and, like, him being able to share his music and his work with his friends and, like, be able to celebrate it in such a way. So I just think it was cool that we got to see him create you know basically plan out this launch party like it's one thing to see him work on the album and get ready for a concert but to see even just the behind the scenes for planning the launch party right I mean uh we remember seeing the launch party take place and I like we commented on the time oh how cool that he's having a launch party Mm -hmm. look at all these you know people in industry that are there that's so awesome that he's getting that support and then to see the behind the scenes of he's literally in it planning out every single detail like he does not have to plan out. He didn't out hire someone the, to do right? it. Uh, so a, a party planner could definitely pick out the furniture, uh-huh. right? But he's like, no, I want this and I want it here. And like, he's planning out the minute details of it. And I love that like the listening party itself was almost a performance in its own right. Like mm-hmm. he had really thought about every element, you know, in the process of the night. And um, we also got to see him at the party just being a wonderful host, making his way around, oh, talking yeah. to everybody. He talked to everybody everyone he greeted everyone it was so wonderful to see like he just is such a cool person Mm -hmm. like just like humble nice approachable friendly kind but also like this mega icon star who is releasing an album and is having this like super luxurious party at Hybe Um, but he just seems so down to earth right like Like, just even though he's this mega icon star having this huge luxurious party it's like at the same time he is just this great guy who's like hey hey friends here I made this thing yeah let's enjoy it together and then he's making sure everybody is having the best time enjoying it like um it is just amazing to Mm -hmm. see who he is as an individual as well as the incredible art that he that he makes here yeah um yeah loved it loved the launch party um then in the documentary of course we see him preparing for Lollapalooza and I love the way that they cut it where you would see like the little moments of him preparing for the song and then we get to see the performance Mm -hmm. um so we get to a moment where he's talking about how he's feeling very lonely he's walking around Chicago it's like maybe a day or two before actually the performance and he talks about how Jimin is gonna come and see him so Jimin swoops in, you know, saves the day. We know, we know, of course. But I just love seeing uh, the energy change in J-Hope. Like prior to Jimin's arrival, he was very down. He was even like going out to get like ice cream and was like walking around. It was nice weather. It was a gorgeous day. You know, he was not enjoying it. He was not. He was looking forward to Jimin though. Like it's almost like that was getting him through it. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, just the first time that they're there, just seeing them embrace seeing just like the immediate comfort that 
they share mm-hmm. that, you know, J-Hope felt relieved by Jimin's presence. Yeah. I just loved it. I'd love to see this love and support there. Me too. This G-Hope, we really feel the love for the G-Hope now and just how strong of a friendship they have. Yeah. Um, but I also really appreciate how Jimin, not for a second, did he ever try to take away the, like, the spotlight. Like, of course he would never do that, but he made sure that J-Hope was the focus, you know? Like, there was a shot of him where they were walking out and people were cheering and Jimin is pointing to J-Hope like all these cheers are for him it's not for me it's not for us it's for him right you know I just noticed little stuff like that from Jimin he's there to support he's there to support and also even the shot where we have Becky G um there's been a lot of play around this a lot of just like joking around how Jimin's just off to the side kind of awkwardly right. standing there like at, <laughs> like at one point off in the distance yeah like hands on his hips looking off in the distance puts on like some shades you know like right. kind of like becoming a wallflower on the wall <laughs> you know like it's just so funny um but I think he just didn't want to take away any attention or right. you know like this is a moment between Becky G and Hosok and Jimin was like I'm here but I'm not like it's yeah. not about me. It's not about me yeah 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 J-Hope being Jimin's biggest fan yes. or sorry no Jim, well, I said well both. It goes both ways. Both. Um, <laughs> I guess it works. But Jimin being J-Hope's biggest fan, like mm-hmm. flying across the world and then like cheering him on for the entire concert too. Just amazing. Amazing mm-hmm. to see it here again. Yep. G-Hope, all the love. Yes. Overall, I feel like it was just really cool to relive the concert moments mm-hmm. of uh, Hobie Palooza, especially as we can place ourselves in the crowd, remember where we were, what we were feeling during that song, in contrast to seeing the you know hard work and preparation that went into his actual performance there now in the documentary. Um, so it was just really yeah. cool to see it here now in hindsight. Yeah. And the passion is so clear with how closely he paid attention to the detail and works of diligence on all aspects of Jack in the Box, um, it became very clear that it's fueled by his evident passion and excitement for his solo music. Yeah. So just thank you, J-Hope, for the documentary and for giving us such deep insight into your work process and even how you decompress and um, those vulnerable moments too. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for having the foresight to make the documentary as you were going through this process and then sharing it with us. Very great. Mm-hmm. Um Now on to more J-Hope news, which is recently it was announced that he will be enlisting soon through a big hit announcement. Mm -hmm. So this says, hello, this is big hit music. We would like to inform our fans that J-Hope has initiated the military enlistment process by applying for the termination of his enlistment postponement. We will inform you of further updates in due course. We ask you for your continued love and support for J-Hope until he completes his military service and safely returns. Our company will spare no effort in providing support for our artist. Thank you. So we know that he will be enlisting soon. We don't know any dates yet. We do know that that postponement that he's been on so far will be coming to an end. And that's his, you know, his choice that he's ready to go ahead and do that. Yeah. But prior to enlistment, this thing that we can look forward to is that he is releasing another song. He will be releasing a solo and uh, it was called... On the street. On the street. Which, a single. What a great, yeah, a, a single solo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is 
going to be coming out on Friday, March 3rd. So literally, like, if you're listening to this episode, the day it comes out tomorrow, this, yeah. this song comes out. <laughs> uh, can you believe? I know. I was really shocked. At first, all I was thinking about was, oh my gosh, J-Hope, enlistment. Like, that's all I could think about. Right. And you had messaged it to me. And so I finally got online and started seeing what was going on. And then all of a sudden, this on the street pops up, J-Hope single. I'm like, What? <laughs> Just kind of shocking. Right. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. But yeah, right. it's like literally this weekend, like they announced it a week before it came out. I know. But I mean, it definitely softened the blow yes, of enlistment. And mostly like I'm just feeling so grateful to J-Hope for like how hard he works. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. I feel like he has been doing everything for ARMY since Festa last year. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, he really carried us through the summer with Jack in the Box, Mm -hmm. going to Hobie Palooza, incredible. Right. And with this Jack in the Box documentary, um, just even more content, and now here with with another single. He's going to give us one more song before he enlists. Yeah, like how hard he works. He's so giving. Yeah. I just, I love that. And also the title, On the Street, it makes me think about, I mean, very first J-Hope content ever mm-hmm. is Hope on the Street. The mm-hmm. first solo work that he ever did was posting YouTube videos, Hope on the Street, of him freestyle dancing mm-hmm. in their tiny little, like, big hit entertainment dance practice room. Yeah. And now, like, the last thing he gives us before enlistment is On the Street. I just think how full circle. Full circle. I am so excited for whatever this is. And we only have to wait a couple days for it. I know. So we're for sure going to be talking about it on the podcast. We think we're going to have to do like a mini-sode. Yeah. Mini-money next week. Oh, mini-money. Yes, Next week. Yeah, we'll be, uh, we will not be able to wait like another two weeks to talk about it. And we'll also have to talk about whether or not we got tickets. Yeah. So we'll (laughs) update you guys ASAP. (laughs) Anyways, lots to look forward to, lots happening with BTS. I feel that ever since the new year started, like I have been craving music because mm. I'm just ridiculous. Um, but I'm like, Kayla, I have nothing to look forward to. It's been daily. <laughs> daily you've been being like, my life is ending. I'm in despair. Wait, do I, I listen no to it at the gym? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So lots to come here shortly. Yeah. So much lots to look, to look forward, forward to. to. Yeah. yeah. Jimin's, uh, Jimin's face, Yoongi's tour, J-Hope's single on the street. And obviously I feel like there's going to be so much more to look forward to after that too. So. Right. Cannot wait. Um, we'll definitely be in contact with you all to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do want to thank our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Emily, Madison, Holly, and Sophia. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or uh wherever you listen, really. Yeah. Um, it means so much. And also whenever people see our podcast and they see your reviews, they trust you more than like a random episode description. So yeah. they're going to see your review and be like, mm, maybe I'll check them out. So yeah. that means a lot to us if you take that moment to write us a review um, and also reach out to us. Let us know what you're thinking about. Are you going to go to the Augusty tour? Let us know if we can meet up. Yeah. Um, and uh, let us know your thoughts on face and on uh, everything going on with Hobie too. You can always do DM us on Instagram or on Twitter or send us an email as well. And of course, you can find links for all of those things as well as Trades of Hope in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.